from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and it. The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we repping for the New Let's York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bound and astounded. Dishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season. Full of fans, screaming out defense, play off intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, switching through the net, the players take flight, vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head on with attack, the players about to fight, it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, about to take a ride, out to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, shining real bright like the New York City lights. Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Welcome, 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 and Happy New Year, everybody. For the very first time in the year 2024, welcome to the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum here on the Bleed Blue Show. You want to join in, the telephone number is 929-477-4171. Press the number one to get in the queue. And as always, I'm your boy, the infamous one, Knickerbocker Avenue on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Joined as always by this is Steve Azul. Azul, Happy New Year! How you doing? How was your holidays? How was your time off? What's going on? Um, I'm good. Um, just keeping up with the sports. Uh, tonight is basketball night here on the Bleed Blue Show on Wednesdays, and let's get into it. We got Dom, we got Live, we got G, ready to talk Knicks. I know happy times because the Knicks are rolling. So let's talk about why they're rolling. So, hey man, everything's good. Hope all is well with you, man. Everything's good, right? And, 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 and well, great stuff with your Knickerbocker Avenue on IG is a great way to fill in and talk Knicks on the go whenever you pull up on the IG. I think you're doing a great job with that. Continue up with that, man. That's great stuff, man. I I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, shout out to everybody who do who do join in on the uh, Instagram lives after every post game. Um, shout out, of course, to the the one and only Dominic Donardo, Domstradamus himself. Um, he you know he he's been he's been on a couple of times. Mr. Live has tried to get on, but you know for some reason he's having technical difficulties. And um, uh, shout out to Knickerbocker Banter, who's always who's always jumping around and uh, um, and, and kind of like you know squeezing in some you know you know some of that passionate love. This is the form, the true form of the fans, the home of the passionate, intelligent, and just real fans here. We're real ones, and everybody who listens to this show is a real one as well. And I know that's like a you know that's a cliche for like other shows and stuff like that, but I'm I'm telling you. They're just taking our titles because you find the most intelligent and the most impassionate fans 
here on the review show, especially here on the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum, uh, because we don't just talk Knicks. I mean, today's Knicks, but we talk Yankees, we talk Giants, we talk Rangers, and then we talk other stuff. Um, and, you know, there's nobody like Steve Azul who, who listens and watches every single sport. I don't know how the fuck you find the time. Um, and then you run this show, which is freaking crazy to me. But, Steve, how do you do it? What's the magic? What's the trick? What's the, what's the magic secret sauce here? What's you put me on? It's real quick, because it's, it's, the, the secret sauce is spit your hot fire for the hour and get the fuck off and go back to watching sports. It's a simple formula. So without further ado, let's get the guys on, man, because they've been waiting. Don, right. Live, G, Coach Chris. Um, let, I mean, they, they're just salivating you know what? talk. That's why we got to you know get, get up and just. Let's bring them on. Let's bring, let's bring them on one at a time. Dominic, how you doing, brother? Welcome to the show. Dominic. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Stephen. I haven't spoke to you in a minute. Happy New Year. Good fellas. evening. Yeah, I saw, your, uh, you. I, I saw you on IG Live with Ab, man. Good conversation with you, Luke, uh, Craig. It was a good conversation. I forget. I, I think it was the Philly game. I, I, I don't remember exactly the game. but Yes, well, it, man, was. it was. It was a smoke game in Philadelphia. Fantastic conversation, brothers. Fantastic conversation. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mr. Live, how you doing, brother? What happened, bro? You were supposed to hit me up at the at the Philly. What happened? Yeah, love is love, man. I, I you know, technical difficulties, man. I don't know what I was doing. Uh, you know, again, I'm I'm a dinosaur with the technology, so you know, my my apologies, you know. But um, you know what? It's, it's great to be with with with, with love and 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 uh, it's great to be a Nick fan right now, true Nick fan. So <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Coach Chris, welcome back. Happy New Year. It's been a minute. How you been? How you doing? Oh, man. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, I'm, life has been hitting me, but we're in a good place, so I'm back on, man. All right, all right. And G-Money. G, what's good, brother? How you been? It's been a while. Yo, man, what's good, hey, y'all? Um, happy New Year and all that. Um, you know, it's good to be here all the time. At any time that we on here, talking about the Knicks. But, yeah, man, um, the holidays was great. I was off for like two weeks. So I was just taking in some rest time, you know, enjoying it with the family. Can't complain. Knicks can't complain. Good. Absolutely. So definitely can't complain. Well, let's talk about this. Steve, Yeah. since we last, since we last spoke, since we last spoke, you know, one of the few, one of the few things you were saying you wanted to get that win against Milwaukee. Well, on Christmas night, the Knicks, uh, on Christmas Day, the Knicks did, did finally get that uh, that elusive victory over the Milwaukee Bucks at Madison Square Garden as part of that whole NBA um, All Day Christmas Day uh, package. But then they went out west, had had some struggles, pulled off an uh, incredible trade, you know, and we'll break that that we'll break that down in a second. And then they go on a five-game winning streak, which is where we currently stand today. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm going to just be real quick because I'm going to condense this to a summary, and we all know why we're winning. Uh, we talked about this on your IG Live, I believe, last week. Um, and right. I said the starting point, you know, it didn't matter what happened in OKC, Orlando, and Indiana, because at that time, OG and Anobi was not on the roster until the trade, and the trade happened – and then uh, we beat Minnesota, 
and then we went on that win streak, starting with Minnesota. And that's to me, that's the, that's where it all starts. And Minnesota is a very good basketball team. It's a very good game going on right now between the Wolves and, and the Celtics tonight. The, the the Wolves have turned the corner, I believe, and beating a team like that, and especially with the addition by subtraction, with adding the guy who's not going to demand the ball, uh, usage as far as dribbling are all around the court. All he does is pretty much is Bruce Bowen 2.0, shoot corner threes, and show a little bit of athleticism and play defense on the best uh, offensive player on the opposing team, which would be OG Ananobi. This is a very good formula for the squad. And I also would also add having no Mitch in there actually actually helps that because Hartenstein is playing his ass off. Uh, I, I think we've got a great situation right now uh, with those two particular players uh, around Brunson and Randall in the starting lineup. So, yeah, I, I'm going to leave a little bit of meat on the bone. I think we all know what's happening here. It's a great fit. I was just going to deduct my time, Ab, and you can pass it on to Dom next because, I mean, it's, it's that simple. More defense, better efficiency with the offense at that three position, and better production at the starting five is the reason why we're on a roll right now. And taking care of the Blazers last night was I mean, did we expect anything less? You know what I'm saying? So I'll leave it at that, man. The Knicks are rolling, man. Uh, all right, all right. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, you, you touched on Isaiah Hardenstein. Just the, you know, just in the last five games, 36 minutes, he, he averages almost 10 points a game, almost 14 rebounds a game, almost three assists, two-and-a-half steals, and two-and-a-half blocks. Yeah. And he's always you know, turning turn the ball over, I, 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 you know, just to a, to a game, which is incredible. His, his, real quick, my quick filling line, we can go to Dom. His role to me right now on the Knicks is kind of like what Nurkic is for the Phoenix Suns. He's just going to be there to just fill in gaps, 30 buckets, rebound block, run it whenever. He's just a great filling center, man. Glad that he's on this roster. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Dom. Um, we talked about it on, on Instagram, and it's been a talk of the town since OG Ananobi has, been, has come, uh, you know, has been traded to the New York Knicks, lost, along with Precious uh, Achiwura and, and um, uh, Flint, Malachi Flint, um, you know, from the Toronto Raptors in exchange for R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and a second-round pick, and some trade exceptions that, you know, they were exchanged. But OG Ananobi, you know, he, it seems like he was like the missing piece for us. No, I mean, because things have just clicked differently, just differently. What, what say you? With, without a doubt. One thing I want to go back to, because I think me and Steve was the only ones on the line for the end of the year show. And, again, we brought up Mitchell Robinson. And without beating a dead horse, it's kind of apparent of the stuff that me and Steve have said for quite some time. Here's the thing, guys, with the addition and the subtractions, the addition of Ananobi, the subtraction of Barrett and Mitchell Robinson, no knock, he's hurt, man, we love him. But I think our efficiency level and our intelligence level have risen to new heights, guys. I am not bashing nobody else. I'm just saying you look at how the Knicks are playing right now, and it's like something, a switch was hit, and I think Steve said it. The, the dribbling all around the court, that's done. That's over with. Ananobi's that guy. He's going to move. He's going to move. He's going to move. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to shoot. He's going to pass it. It's not that complex for him. It's very simple basketball with this young man, and the same with Hartenstein. 
Now you got a guy at seven feet standing out at the top of the key, pivoting, looking, pivoting, bounce passing. This is all the things that you should be doing in playing basketball, guys. It's not brain surgery. We, we've Everybody hopped on R.J. Barrett. Uh, he's not a victim. Well, I do appreciate his his uh, going away present that I'm glad that Nick got better under my, you know, time there. And, and we did. And we got even better under your time when your time was up and we traded you because we got a very vital piece. I don't, care what, I don't care what the Knicks do right now, guys. Everybody's saying get this dude, get that dude. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of – I don't want to become a prisoner at the moment. But I like what I see, and I haven't seen this in a while. I'm, I'm to the point I told Ab last night. I'm to the point now where I never in my life thought that I would say a Nick game is boring. You know, I'm kind of like, oh, man, I wish this shit would end. Why am I watching it? They're up by 30 points. I haven't yeah. done that in a minute, guys. I have not done that in quite some time. But that being said, just look, guys, our, our defense has gotten better. I think we're third in defensive rating. Over the last, I think, 10 games, our assists have gone up and our points have gone up. This is not a coincidence. And let me ask you all a question. Again, this is no knock. I'm not saying Deuce McBride's the next Nate Archibald, but I think given the time he's getting now, I didn't think he could shoot that good, guys. Because the only time you've seen him, he would come in for two, three minutes, pass the ball, play a little defense. Now this guy is getting some time and some time to shine. There's no I got a I got a barter with minutes with quickly Brunson, the man on the moon. He comes in, he does his role, he gets his shot off, he plays defense, goes back to the bench, and we all live happily ever after. That's my biggest takeaway, guys, without getting with it. We got more efficient and more intelligent overnight and we're the only undefeated team. And I don't want to hear the nonsense about we're 12, 13, and 1 against losing teams. So are the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are undefeated against losing teams. I think they're 14, 15, and 0. Nobody will bring that up with them, so let's not bring it up with the Knicks. You play who's in front of you, and that's it. That's it for me for now, guys. Thank you. Go ahead, live. My man, live. Mm-hmm. Mr. Live. Mm-hmm. You got the rock, bro. Go. You got a rocket. Right, right. So, um, addition by subtraction. Um, definitely a build on, on on what Dom said when you know, in the intelligence factor. You know, um you know, we, we talked a lot about um Mitch and his uh deficiencies. We we, we talked at length about RJ and his indefi- you know, and his deficiencies. So um you get you you, you, you take these guys away out of your system that cluttered. And that's what people are seeing right now. The clutter is gone. You know understand what I'm saying? The fat is cut. You see, you see, you know, um, the addition of Hartenstein, Hartenstein. I'm, I'm gonna put respect on that man name. The addition of Hartenstein has people cutting that 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 wasn't cut that you know that wasn't cutting before. The addition of uh, DiVincenzo with that and that that is. That is going under the radar with the with 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 with, with these subtle additions, and he's a, he's an addition himself. The, he is whatever Clay Thompson was, and and, and again, I, again, I take the 
the uh, not being a prisoner of the moment uh, situation myself. But why would we need anybody else right now for that front five? You understand what I'm saying? Um, Hartenstein's um, ascension, DiVincenzo's ascension, um, uh, uh, OG's addition has has made that starting five the best starting five, one of the best starting fives in the league. I don't want to put it no nowhere, whatever, but we beating teams, we beating them down right now. We have the best defensive point percentage in the league today. You know, um, with the games going on, it might be different, but. But we have the, the we are killing cat. We are we are leaving um um under hundred and one points. I think it is. So my thing is why mess up a good thing? You understand what I'm saying? Now the the, the bench situation that might need to be tweaked a little bit, but not so much where you you mess up flexibility. Everybody keep on talking about bras and everybody keep on talking about uh Dewan, you know uh, uh, the Murray and these things of that nature. I think all of that, those kind of moves right now, with the way we going right now, need to be held for the summer. You understand what I'm saying? We need to tweak it a little bit, get a little bit more size on on, on that bench, um, maybe a little bit more playmaking, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll be fine, man. We are in fourth place right now. And I think, I, I'm not mistaken, I think we are we, we seven games. No, it's not seven. I'm sorry. Um I don't want to go into that because I don't have the specific uh, uh, stats and stuff like that. But I I think we are in a great place. To Dawn's point, I, that 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 Washington game was a hard watch. <laughs> it was a hard watch because they was getting beat down, and and I don't want to see. I, I want to see. I, I'm used to seeing competitiveness. I'm, I'm used to seeing scrappy. But we are here now with where we are overpowering teams. So. Let's keep that and let's not mess up the chemistry that is apparent right now. I don't want the front office to do much of anything else right now. So go Knicks, man. It's great to be a Nick right now, man. I feel, I feel it, it feel like the 90s. It really do. I, I, at least it feel like like uh, when Melo in that uh, 54 game winning season. It feel like that, man. It's, it's a great, great time to be a Nick. Thank you very much, Mr. Live. Coach Chris, you just heard Live. Just almost referenced, you know, the 54-win season when the Knicks won the Atlantic Division title outright. Um, does that feel the same way for you? You know, just in this small, small dose of 2024, five games, OG Anunoby now the starting small forward for the New York Knicks. Do you feel the same way, or what do you say? Well, that that team he just referenced, man, that was uh, we had what four Hall of Famers on there, mm-hmm. Carmelo. Jason Kidd, Rasheed Wallace, and uh, I'm I'm gonna put Amari Stoudemire in the Hall of Fame, and then we had Tyson Chandler. I mean, we had some we had some guys on that team. So I don't know if I'm gonna go that far because that that team worked. They were really well. You had a, a good bunch of veterans that came from other teams that um, were from winning cultures. You know, Kidd had come from the Mavericks. They had just won their championship. Uh, Rasheed had come from the Pistons. They had won championship and they had been to what two finals. Um, so I'm not going to go that far. But this does look like a really good team. I think this was a great uh, trade. I think it worked out well for, for everybody. I want to thank R.J. Barrett. I was never sold on him, but I want to thank him because he played with heart, man. He, and he really, 
you know, he put on for that New York uniform, and then that's all you really asked for. But uh, I think this is a trade that worked out for both teams. It's going to be similar to, like, what we saw with uh, Sacramento and Indiana. I think in, in about a year or two, uh, we'll be looking back at this and saying, you know what, this is one that benefited everybody. Um, I wish him and I wish quickly luck, just not against us. Uh, I, right. You could score 50 points on everybody, just when you play us, it's like six or seven. Um, I do think we, we are doing really well. And, and do I think we need to make any changes right now? I, I say don't do anything until it's not working anymore. You don't want to play around too much. If it's working, you roll with it. Keep going. I know there's other. There's been a ton, like three other trade rumors, names have been out there that they're throwing around. Just keep it the way it is until it doesn't work anymore. If it's not working, then you make a change. Um, but I know Tibbs is probably, you know, him and the GM are probably sitting down and they they looking at different options and, because they're not satisfied. You know, they they want to do something with all those extra picks they got. And we got some we got some guys on the bench that other people they really want. Um, so I don't think this is a final move, but I don't know if we're going to make a splash, a big move like what we just did. If we do, it better work out because if it doesn't, we're all going to look at this and say, you know what, don't we broke something that wasn't didn't need to be fixed. Um, you know, as far as how we're looking right now, yes, we all had – how many times we come on here all, every year and we all got concerns about – Mitchell Robinson and, mm. and his game, and we was, you know, he wanted to take on more of an offensive load. But every time we look at him, and it looked like he ain't doing nothing over the summer. We watch him mm. shooting threes, and he gets the ball back to the basket. Don't got no post moves. Don't got mm-hmm. nothing. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, Mitch, what, what were you doing all summer then? You know, because we don't let him shoot no threes in the in the game. So, you know, it's things like that. Um, Hardenstock definitely, he's really. Really doing well. Um, when he caught that block, who did he block the other night at the rim? Was it Giannis? Yeah, and not um, and B and B and B and B. He and B. He blocked and B at the rim. You know, it, it really all we ask for is just for somebody to come in and play hard. Um, not somebody that wants to be more than what they are. If you're not that guy, realize that. Just just bring what you got to what we already have. Um, and I think he's doing that. He's taking on a a role because I know. We were putting in Sims, and then Sims got hurt. Uh, so he really took on that role. He knows his role. He knows what he has to do. He's not going to do nothing flashy. He's not, you know, he knows why they brought him to the team. They probably already established that with him when they brought him in. Um, he's not trying to do anything more than what he is. I think uh, Brunson is is continuing to do very well. I think if we don't have two All-Stars this year, we should then protest the All-Star game because there's no way in hell we shouldn't have two All-Stars. Um, and I think, you know, McBride did, he, he did very well the other day. I think it really shows what he's done when he spent a lot of time in the G League. Uh, I think he's really, you know, put that work in. And it's starting to show now, and they, they rewarded him with a contract to show that appreciation. Um, you know, Grimes, I'm still pulling for him. DiVincenzo, he's doing well. Hart, we got a good little bench going on there. So, I, like I said, I wouldn't do anything until it doesn't work anymore. Right now we're rolling, keep it rolling, and I, I think we look really well. I don't know about the 54-win team, but we do look really well. All right, thank you very much. Gee, how are you feeling? How are you feeling after uh, after five games so far? The, 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 the year 2024 is, is, is looking very rosy. The team is different, and it's gelling on all cylinders. What say you? 
right, I know it took me a little minute. Um, you know, I got to put myself on mute. Man, I mean, it's safe to say, like, we're playing great right now. Um, OG made, made all the difference. Uh, I mentioned it in the group. Like, it was sort of like the Josh Hart trade last season. As soon as he got, you know, we made the trade, instant, instant results. Five-game win streak. As a matter of fact, I had some some numbers here. We got four guys in 2024 to start the year, right? I know it's only five games in, fellas, but you got you got Hartenstein, OG, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle leading the the league in um, plus minus right now in 2024. Mm. Mm. They 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 they're the top four out the eight. Where. That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. I, I kind of agree um, with my with my man that was just um, speaking. Um, part of that, I, I don't remember everybody's name like that, but don't. I, I don't think they're gonna make any moves right now. I think it's gonna get close to the deadline before any moves being made um, to begin with. But I do agree. Like maybe they shouldn't make any crazy moves. Let let them keep gelling the way they gelling. Cause they looking good, but I I really don't feel like that's what they're gonna do anyway. So I I feel it's gonna be around the the trade deadline, kind of like when when Josh Hart came through or whatever last season. So and, and they they looking good. Like it, it's so fun to watch the the way Dom said um about the the blowout. I, I felt the same way. I don't know when's the last time I said. Damn, I don't even want to watch this no more. I don't, I don't enjoy blowouts and shit like that. It's boring. And, and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, I, I really hope to see Sid just throw the kids in there and let them just, just play now at this point because this is not even fun. And that's exactly what happened. So it, it's like we're taking care of the teams that we're supposed to take care of and, and really taking care of them. And – we're, we're beating the hard-nosed teams, the, the teams that we're not even supposed to beat. And so acquiring OG right now, like, like that that was just beautiful for the Knicks. And as far as, you know, for Toronto or whatever, like, yeah, that, that was good for them. Like, uh, it benefited both teams. Yeah, it was the right move, man. We needed the length. You needed the wing defender. We we were struggling there. It, this this dude, even if he doesn't stop you, he's slowing you down. He he's tipping so many passes. He he's destructive as as ever. He he doesn't look to do too much. It, tremendously already. All right, thank you very much. Oh, what we you like know. we like we like seven games over five hundred right now. We were like two games over 500 before acquiring him, right? Like two, three games over 500. We got the five-game win streak. Like, oh, we're we're looking good. We, um, the fact that even when Randall was struggling, the game against um Philly, he wasn't struggling on the plus-minus side. That says a lot about who he has around him. They're knocking down his their their shots when he realizes he's not on and he doesn't have to do. It do too much, although we already know we got 
you got Brunson there or whatever, needed that extra guy. Being able to dish it out to the corner where um where where it benefits our our players. Like, come on man. That 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 was just great for us. All right, thank you very much, G. Um, Steve, I want to run down some numbers for you real quick because in the month of January, this, this is this is the, you know a, a, a huge telling tale that you know since the trade and and everything. This is I mean I, I think um, they just ran out the plus minus, but here's a here's a crazy thing. Julius Randle averaged twenty seven point six points a game, eight point nine rebounds, four point two assists. In December, while Jalen Brunson averaged 26.9, four rebounds, and almost seven assists. That's in the month of December. In the month of January, yes, some of the points have gone down, but look at the other numbers where where, where something else kind of of adjusts itself. Julius Randle, 28.2 points a game, 7.2 rebounds, 4.4 assists, turnovers, 3.4. In December, he averaged... Over um, over five, Jalen Brunson, 24.2 points a game, 3.2 rebounds, nine assists now, and less than two two turnovers a game. That's just with not having R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly taking up so many of those you know of those shots, which is something that Dom always touched on you know in, in, in episodes past. Between him, between Barrett. Randall and Brunson, there was like 72 shots or something like that. Now you don't have that guy taking all that shots, and you have OG and Anubi filling in where he needs to. And then you also take a look at just the numbers of Quentin Grimes in the last five games. He, he average shot up from – it's 19.2 now to what it was 5.8. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what exactly was R.J. Barrett doing besides chucking up shots, driving to the lane, and not defending his position that drove the rest of the team to kind of, you know, falter? Or is it really his fault? Is it Thibodeau's fault? Like, can you make any sense of it? I'm not. Listen, man, we spent too much time on that type of question. I'll answer real quick again. Like, listen, R.J. Barrett is a – He's a bad usage player. He's a he, he plays mm-hmm. hard, but he's a bad usage player. And efficiency, it was never going to improve. So we we spent many weeks and years on on this. So I want to focus on two things. Uh, which one? Which you were bringing up the the, the stats with uh, Brunson and Randall. I mean, that's no surprise to me. Uh, it shouldn't be no surprise to anybody on this platform. Uh, we know the capabilities of both of these players. I, I would safely say as a collective, I think we are a pro-Randall support cast. I understand there were Nick fans that you guys would mention and saying they were anti-Randall. Listen, we've been pro-Randall since the day he was a free agent leaving New Orleans. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and you know how I mm-hmm. feel about the Villanova players. Uh, Don knows and definitely Coach Chris knows. So, I mean, it, I, this is what I expect when they're playing at their peak. But let me say one thing we have not said since we went around. I forgot to mention this. And, and, and I'm, I definitely want to get you guys' thoughts. Uh, there is one move I did not like, and, and I, I think it's a politics move. 
And I was going to mention when live was speaking by myself, I said, let, let live flow. But, um, you know, not getting Taj Gibson that guaranteed contract, letting him. I, I'm pro Taj. Yeah, when he yeah, when he flew yeah. back into when when he was available after the Wizards cut him, I thought it was a, a gift, gift wrap back to the Knicks. I'm gonna be honest with you, I I'm not a fan of Precious Achua play since he's come over from the Raptors. To be quite honest with you guys, and as much college basketball that I watched, I wasn't even really familiar with him. But I think he has to play, or they're going to put the facade that he's got to play to justify the trade. I think mm. after mm. watching a few games of what I'm seeing in the Minnesota game and Philly and all that, he's an undersized four. Todd is, to me, the eye test. He's clearly better than him. I would rather have kept Todd if you were to ask me. I want to know what you guys think about that. I, you know, I was, you know, I'm not going to say I was upset, but Todd's being available like that, I thought he was the perfect fit. As far as a right. reserve role or an insurance policy, I don't like what I'm seeing out of Precious Sachua. He can't shoot. He's undersized. And he, to me, he looks like he gets out physical, but you have to justify the R.J. Barrett quickly trade. So that's the only grab I kind of have with the, right now this current run is that particular mm-hmm. move. I want to know what you guys think, if you guys want to mm-hmm. chime in or anything else. I'm cool with Brunson. I'm cool with Randall. I mean, it's it's pretty much clockwork. So I just want to make sure yeah. you guys have enough time to flow. Man. Right. Well, so, yeah. I'll tell you this much. I didn't like the fact that Taj Gibson did not get, um, you know, didn't get his, his contract guaranteed. I do understand the basketball move. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to secure, um, you know, roster flexibility and, and and availability. And there's also a lot of talk that Todd Gibson will probably end up um, retiring and, and joining the coaching staff with Tom Thibodeau since he's a Thibodeau guy. Didn't that but, happen in the offseason? Uh, <laughs> like, why couldn't uh, that have happened in the offseason? I agree with you. I, I 1,000% okay. agree with you. I was, I'm, I'm not thrilled with the fact that Todd Gibson was let go. Um, that doesn't mean that he can't come back. I don't know. I'm, I don't know how that works. Someone have to correct me on that one. If somebody knows how contracts and, and, and waiving guys works, but the reality is, is that um, I understand the business move behind it because they're trying to keep to maintain some, some roster flexibility and some salary cap flexibility, considering that you know that the Knicks do still have. Which is which is a big feather in Leon Rose's cap right now. He dealt with Masai Ujiri and didn't give up a single first round pick in that deal. Consider you know, all things considered, and got and still has them all. So unless which, let's be realistic, the Knicks are not going to draft all those guys. So what are we going to be doing them for? Are they going for a superstar? Are they going for you know you know for bench help? Or are they trying to trade up in the draft? I don't know what the, you know what it is that they're actually trying to do, but um, I would have loved for Taj Gibson to stay. I'm, I'm okay with the Precious Ochoa um, acquisition. I, I mean, we finally got a power forward, but you're absolutely right. He is undersized. He can't shoot for shit. And it seems like he still hasn't – he really doesn't, hasn't figured out his offense at all as a member of the Knicks yet. But he's serviceable for now. Um but I'd rather would have had Taj. Dom? Well, I'm, I'm looking at his numbers now prior to coming to the Knicks. 
And he was getting 17 minutes, seven and a half points, five and a half rebounds, two offensive rebounds. I, I, I understand the love of Todd Gibson, the homeboy from Brooklyn, and but this kid's 24 years old. You know, is his upside uh, that of Julius Irvin? No. Are we expecting him to be Julius Irvin? No. Did we need a backup power forward? Yes. Is he going to get a lot of minutes, especially what the Knicks are doing now? They're reversing the role of when they had RJ. Instead of RJ being out there with the second union, unit, now they're rotating Randall and Brunson with the second unit. So his minutes are going to be limited, but can he give us that, that five, six points, uh, three, four rebounds in his limited minutes? Time, time will tell. It will. I, I kind of understand that the Taj Gibson thing, he is getting older. His value, other than being a good guy, a good a good uh, locker room guy, that's probably it. And there's no knock against him, guys. His better days are probably, you know, far behind him. And the Knicks in the position they are right now, according to almost everybody on the line, like me and Coach, I don't think the Knicks should do anything else right now. Because let me ask a question while I'm talking and everybody can think about it. Who are we going to get right now or at the trade deadline that we say brings us to be an instant contender with what we have now? Who's that guy? Can we get him? And are we going to be at least Eastern Conference Finals? What are we giving up? This is, right. the, this is the catch-22 with everybody getting high on what we're doing right now and saying, okay, if we just get Steve Azul, we'll be – <laughs> you you got to look at who can you get, what can you afford to give up, and how much further is that going to propel us? I, again, guys, I'm I'm happy. I don't mean to sound like this, but I'm I'm kind of happy with where we are now because I heard Ab and Coach talk about that that Knicks team with the 54 wins, and you know me as a Knicks fan, guys. Even when I was watching that, I kept seeing the age, and I kept mm. telling my youngest son Dominic. The wheels are going to come off this. It's it's only a matter of time, you know. Then this guy went down, that guy went down, Kirk Thomas went down, Rasheed Wallace went down, and we had a hell of a year. But that's not the case now, guys. We got some young guns, some young legs, mm-hmm. and we're doing very fine. And I'll, I'll say this, guys: everybody got upset with all the people that we got rid of. But you know something, guys, since we've gotten rid of all of these guys, the Knicks have constantly propelled. Since mm-hmm. we got rid of Cam Reddish, 39 and 23. Since we got rid of Obi Toppin, 22 and 15. Since we got rid of RJ and IQ, 5 and 0. Everything has gotten better with the moves people will sit and scratch their head because you like that guy. And I'll leave mm-hmm. it at this, guys. We got two six foot four guys on our team that are averaging more rebounds than the power forward we let go. Think about that for a second, guys. So, mm. Sometimes your best move is no move at all. So I, I'll leave it at that. But think of where we were and where we are, guys. And, oof, it ain't smoking mirrors either, fellas. It ain't smoking mirrors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ahead, my... oh, right. So, so – Touching on that, man, with the ascension of, 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 of Grimes, 
on the bench with you know with the hopeful continued ascension of uh, Deuce um, playing the point. Well, let, let, let's let's say managing the point, right? Because you know we, we, we everybody keep on talking about the upgrade like he's not sufficient enough to to man the 11, 15 minutes he gonna get anyway, right? To Dom's point about um, uh, Precious and you know because he's only you know what I'm saying them, them brothers is only needed for 11, 15, um, and, you know, productive. You know what I'm saying? Productive. We need them to be productive in those 11, 15 minutes that they're going to get because, you know, Thibodeau's system uh, is is play his play, play his eight-man rotation real heavy. So, and, I, and I'll tell you, who, you know what I'm saying, out of all of this stuff we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, well, the, the public is talking about replacing or, or getting somebody else. I, I would say the the, the the Knicks need need a, a a five. You understand what I'm saying? Hardenstein is not going to survive. We got a whole half a year, half a season left. Um and then he played we play um hopefully, right, we'll we'll go against the Giannis's, those kind of front lines and, and the MBs. So as young as Hardenstein is, which is like 25, 26, he still needs to be, I don't want to call it fresh, he still needs to be be not used up by the time we get to these playoffs. So that five, like like he, he's, he's doing 35 minutes, 35 plus minutes right now. So I think it's imperative. And, and I don't think somebody that's going to come in for 11, 15 minutes We'll break our bank. You know what I'm saying? I, and yeah, you know, and then that's not not what I'm saying. But again, I think that's the only move I'm looking for. I'm not looking to to replace Deuce, right? Especially if he shoot the way he shoot now. <laughs> we don't need that because you you getting you getting sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen from Grimes. You know what I'm saying? You getting you 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 getting fourteen rebounds from <laughs> from Hart. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's crazy and 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 with those three three cats on the floor, that's a that's your perimeter is sound. So, you know, let's let's rock with this hair and not mess up the sauce. You understand what I'm saying? We we know we need somebody to come in and, and, and spell hard and stop for a minute. Um, and that's really all we need to do right now, unless something really incredible come down the pipe, which is pr- more than most likely probably an older player. A more seasoned player, more injury prone player, that's going to take up too much too much of our resources. Where we can't, we're not going to be able to tool um, our team properly. You know what I'm saying? In the off season, because that that's what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not talking about winning a, a championship this season, right? I would love to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, and, and you know what I'm saying? But we we talking about really retool, being able to retool and 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 and, and, and get that. Uh, I don't want to call it dynasty, right? But you know, get that where we can make a couple of runs to 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 chip them. You understand what I'm saying? To get these multiple chips. That's how I'm looking at it, man. I'm just I'm just loving, you know, being being in this air right now, man. Where where it's like we like a, a, a role player away from you know total ascension, top three, top five, top four. You know what I mean? So yeah. 
All right, thank you very Adam, much. Can I, Coach Cruz. can I ask a question real Absolutely. quick? What if the what Absolutely. if the rumors are true? What if the rumors are true and Mitchell Robinson may be available in April? Let him go. Man, I was going to touch on that. As he was mentioning about that, we need a backup big man because I did say I don't want them to make no big trades or anything like that. But if you can get a big man, I agree that Hartenstein plays so aggressively. He's always getting banged up, scratched up. Like, he, he needs somebody to back him up, and I don't know if Achua is that, that dude. I understand the whole um, he's young he's and all of that because I definitely agree. Um, I agree on that case um, as far as the Taj um, release and all of that because I, I didn't feel like Taj could keep up with a, with a up-tempo, like the, the way they're moving right now anyway. They're they, they moving a lot quicker right now. They're, he's the, better than Achua. They have great cohesion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's and we're not asking Taj to play college. more than ten we minutes anyway. That, but, no, no, I, I get it, but um, I, I don't know. I just, I guess the youth. I, and I think they did that to clear up the spot just in case they do make a move. I believe I heard something like that. Like um, you know, um, it clears up a, a roster spot for them to. To, to make a trade, if they they actually make a trade. Yeah, and, and also it's it's financially prudent for them. They didn't, you know, unfortunately they they didn't guarantee his whole bag. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, I was, bag. I was, yeah, I was yeah. kind of I was kind of messed up with that. You know what I'm saying? But but you're right about about you know um the uh, two for one or or two for three, uh, one for two or two for three uh, roster spots you get with yeah. with, with that flexibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's so, all. That's that's all understandable. But but like in like in Taj's case, I mean, we weren't going to be asking him to play heavy minutes. He's, he's probably going to spell Hartenstein for you know for what eight to ten minutes. So it wouldn't it wouldn't have hurt to just guarantee his what two or three point something million that he was going to get guaranteed. But I understand why they kept the, the flexibility, but. Since the rumors are tr- might be true that he might be available by April, where does Robinson fit in? I think that's the best question to, you know, to, to spell you know, for everybody. Where does Mitchell Robinson fit in? Should he come back by April? I know it's, 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 it's early to be talking about it, but where does he fit? I, he fit on the bench. <laughs> he fit on the bench. I mean, you know, I don't believe, I know Coach will probably, you know what I'm saying, attest to this, man. I, you know what I'm saying? It's really hard to lose your your um your player position after an injury, man. But the numbers, man. Absolutely. The, the numbers, man. The numbers. Yeah, Hornstein. Yeah, Hornstein deserved that. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Um, Hornstein deserved that spot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He, he deserved that spot. The numbers just say it, man. You know what I'm saying? And again. Me and Dom talk about it all the time. You know, we, we we love Mitch, man, but you know what? You know, and Coach, too, you know what I'm saying? He, he hasn't improved. Coach just talked about his, his, you know, we talk about his magnificent numbers, but he a one, two-trick pony. And, 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 and again, it's, it's, it's what do you do now, man? I think flexibility-wise, 
you put him on, on, on you know what I'm saying? You put him in him him in, in, in whatever trade you're talking about, everybody else. Yeah, let's say this. I'm ready for that. Let's this is that this. Go. Yeah, go and go into coach real quick. Coach could probably answer this. Coach, wouldn't this be a great opportunity? It's sort of like we get a get out of jail free card. We're not hurting Mitch's feelings. He's coming off of an injury. So he mm-hmm. came off the bench and we're trying to you know, get him back in the game shape. We're not really saying Hartenstein's better than you. We're, we're really getting a get-out-of-jail yep. free card, and we continue what we're doing. Yep. He comes off the bench, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to hear what Coach has to say about that, because me and Coach, all of us have talked it. about Robinson for years now, guys. Come on. It ain't just right, Coach, just go ahead, and then after that, we'll get final thoughts after that. But Coach, go ahead and fire away with your thoughts on everything. That's been said. Yeah, I think that I think the conversation that, that should be had with him is that if you are capable of coming back in time, um, you know, you got to use the nice words. It's going to be a slow progression. We want you to play these certain amount of minutes so we don't overdo it, so you don't get re-injured. And you present it to him as that, as you know, um, in part of the second unit. We want you to really, you know, help these guys develop a little bit quicker, because. He's going to come back thinking that he automatically deserves his starting position because when he left, he was a starter before this injury. But, you know, as we've all been saying, it has been working better as a team with this particular player, with Hartenstein. And, you know, I've had to face similar issues where I've had some of my better players get hurt, and then when they come back, the team is just gelling without them. And, you know, you have to kind of play it because all these games – Athletes are prima donnas. They all want. They all think they're the best. They all want to do everything that they swear they could do, but they really can't. But when you do that, you get him back into shape. You you put him out there, and then when the tra- uh, when the draft comes, now everyone has seen he's played him back himself back into shape. He's a defensive player. He was doing all of this. He's come back from multiple injuries. Now you put him on the trade block, similar to like what Boston did with Robert Williams. Now if he gets hurt again, that's on them. That's the other team. You took that chance because you traded for him. Now we get rid of him. We package him and maybe one or two picks, and we get with that next piece that we need. Now Hartenstein steps in. But we got to remember that we also got to develop Jericho Sims. He's got to get out there. I really don't know what, what's going on. I thought he would have been better by now than he is. I mean, he's a big, athletic, strong kid. He gets he covers the floor a lot. Um, he's got to get out there. I, I don't know. I know he had a recent – Injury. I don't know if he's been dealing with injuries. I thought he was going to get a ton more time when uh, Obi got traded. But that's another piece that you got to develop, too. Impressions are true. I mean, he's a decent player. I remember, if you guys think back with the whole James Wiseman issue in, at uh, Memphis, Impressions are true. It was a guy that stepped in and took over and made that team better when James Wiseman only played, what, three games or something like that? And he took mm. them to the tournament. Um, so he's that type of player. He'll take on whatever role you tell him to take on. Um, when you, when I was upset when he got drafted, he got drafted by, excuse me, by Miami because I thought Miami was going to get a steal. He's been another one who's had slow development, but we always got to understand, man. These big dudes don't develop the same way as these guards. They always take longer for some reason. They don't get the ball as much. You know, if you don't have a guard that can handle the ball and do all of this crazy stuff already. And they're just like kind of a, a traditional big. It takes them longer to develop. I mean, look look at Detroit. Detroit got two dudes over there that haven't developed, Wiseman or um, Bagley. We thought these two dudes were supposed to be the next whatever, 
and it haven't developed quickly. But you gotta you gotta really just take your time with these younger dudes. But as far as um Mitchell Robinson, if he, if he's ready to go, cool. You play him slowly, you bring him back in. If if things develop later on where he deserves that starting spot, great. But right now, like we said before, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, man. Right. You, Thank you very you much. Broken down, damn that. No, no better way to break it down, bro. No lie. Perfect words. That's basically what Clean. I was gonna say. You gotta come off the bench. He's coming back not just from an injury, a surgery. A surgery. Your your body needs time to recuperate. And if you want to win, you see the team is winning. You should just want to fall into to place and understand your 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 situation. You you coming back from surgery or whatever, you're trying to get back in, not into just shape, but in basketball shape. It's two different things. All right. Thank you very much, yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, gentlemen, it, it, it is now time for final thoughts. Guys, I want to take about two or three minutes each. Um, actually, let's, let's do it two minutes. Um, talk about the Knicks. Talk about every, anything else in the NBA that you want to bring. And, and, and if, you want, if, if you want to shout out, shout out anybody, be my guest. So let's start off. Steve Azul. This is Steve Azul on Instagram, on Twitter, and on I, Facebook. I would say this, uh, my final thoughts, um, about Precious Achua. Um, I mean, that's not a good sign. If Miami drafted him and he went through Toronto, those are two of the top three or four development teams in the league. And if they gave up mm-hmm. on him for some sort of way, that's not a good sign, in my opinion. Because to me, he gives me Ronaldo Balkman vibes, if you remember Ronaldo just be honest, man. I mean, listen, if you you can sell me with the, um, okay, he's only 25, 26, he's got young legs. That's the only upside against him, a comparison to Taj Gibson. But and, and it's really different when you compare an older guard like Jason Kidd, who literally fell right before our eyes in, in the playoff series versus the Pacers, versus a big man where I believe Taj Gibson is more Kirk Thomas. All you got to do is be, now I've said the best. You, he's, it's the IQ about it. It's the, it's the intelligence. Todd is a smart basketball player, and just to give that up because of a roster spot, they better make a move because of that because he fell right back in your lap, and I thought the intelligence of this basketball team went up getting him back. So uh, around the league, I'm going to probably have to tackle that on a, a Blues Day recap sometime Sunday or Monday on the rest of the NBA and the rest of the sports. But, guys, it was good chopping up with you. I know we got final thoughts and stuff. So good good Knicks talk. Uh, well, I'll cover the rest of the NBA sometime later in the weekend, man. Sangre Asu, guys. Sangre Asu all day, every day. Dominic, Domstradamus, any predictions? Anything you want to talk? Anything around the league? Be my guest. Yeah. This, depending on tomorrow, guys, this winning streak could hit 10 or 11, and we could be 11 or 12 games above 500 in about seven days. Seven, yeah, seven business days. Sky's the limit, fellas. And me and Steve had this conversation. To attend. We, we got to give, even though it's not that time of year. I'm a Penn State guy, but we got to tip our hats to Lou Saban. You know, what a run he had. It, it's, it's incredible. You know, may, may the force be with him. I do not like Alabama, but sometimes you got to give somebody their flowers, and I think he deserves all the flowers he can get. But on that note, guys, by this time next week, the 17th, 18th of January, we could be 11 games above 500, 11 to 12 games above 500, guys. When's the last time we could say that this early in the year? 
Mm-hmm. Guys deliver, guys. Just hang on, enjoy the ride. And as always, guys, I thank you. I love you, man. Let's keep up this good work. I think it's about a decade since the last time we probably been that. And I don't even think it was that. It's probably even more than that. But anyways, Mr. Live, your final yeah. thoughts, sir. Um, the, the NBA is rigged, man. That Lakers game overnight was atrocious. Um, you know, and, 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 and truthfully, man, you know what I'm saying. Just as far as my team, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm just really, really happy and and and, and proud and 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 complimentary uh, of the the front office for for making really solid moves. Really, um, again, you know, Todd's getting the bag was wasn't all. Wasn't on my agenda. They should have gave it to him, um, and he definitely, as Steve said, um, definitely, I, I think, brought more to to the table than a chewer. But um, that being said, man, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of things that they could do right now to shore up and make sure that this run is is, is chemistry driven, is is solid, and that that you know your your ten man rotation is, is a is a, is a fruitful one, man. So, um, uh, big, big up the Knicks, man. Big up, big up, big up, bleed blue. Big up a place where I could come in and, and, and talk uh, basketball with with, with knowledgeable minds and and not be uh, succumb to idiocy. So, good luck, y'all. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, you know what I'm saying. Um, um, y'all be good. And we appreciate you, Mister Live. John Smith. Anyways, Coach Chris, final thoughts, sir. And thank you for coming back. We missed you. Man, I missed y'all. You, you guys got me on the show. You got me here for, for a reason. You want me to run my mouth? I'm going to run my mouth. I'm not giving up on pressing to chew it, man. I'm not doing it. I like Taj Gibson and everything. But if you look at it, I don't want to say now, Miami. Now, I got a quick question. I don't mean to interject, but you set yourself up for that. Let me ask you this. Are you yep, going to yep. give up on Preston Sachua like you would give up on Gonzaga? No, I'll just fuck with you, man. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, listen, that, was, that was one time. That was, I, called, oh. I called the Baylor one, though. I called the Baylor one halfway through yeah, the season. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But I was, I was, I admit when I'm wrong, I was completely wrong with Gonzaga. But I did say Chet Holmgren was going to be a dog, and I'm, I'm sticking by that one. Well, that's the I think we all see what Chet Holmgren is. Yeah, no, he's not. He, yeah, yeah, you he got is. that. Yeah, yeah, he, he got he that did. one right. <laughs> but I will say this: pressure is true. When they, when Miami gave him up, if you look back, they gave him up for which which trade? The Kyle Lowry trade. Kyle Lowry. Because they thought they thought that was going to bring them over the top. <laughs> Excuse me. He went to um to Toronto. Then they weren't going to give him a ton of minutes behind um what Pascal. Mm-hmm. He, he's just not going to get a ton of minutes behind that. So when you look at it, is you know it, it was a bad situation. Plus Miami wasn't going to give him minutes behind um over Bam Bam Adebayo. So now Toronto makes the trade because they want to bring in quickly and they wanted to bring in Barrett. And from my understanding, they were more high on quickly than Barrett. So now they bring him over here. Listen, I'm not giving up on this dude. He's been, what, this is a fourth year in the NBA? I'm going to stick by him. I'll give him at least two more years. And then if nothing goes down, then I'll give up on him. The same way I gave up on so many other big dudes that have broken my heart <laughs> over the years. But as you know, I coach kids. I develop kids. So I'm going to stick by this kid because to me he's a kid because he's only, what, 24, 25, whatever he is. Now, with that 24. Said, 24 years old. Look, I 
He's the opposite of me. I'm 42. He's 24. I'm sticking by him, man. It, it's meant to be. I do like um I do like Flynn, but I don't think Flynn is gonna fit with us. Um, I think he might be one of those trade pieces along with Mitchell Robinson. I think that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, he is a pretty good player, but I don't think he's gonna fit in. He, he's essentially just gonna be like the six guard. We don't need six guards. Um, so I think he'll be he'll, he'll be something later on. I, like I said, I think we're rolling. I think everything is looking good. We got about another what month and some change before the All Star game. Um, guys, I'm looking forward to the season. I can't wait till, till we all get together and talk about this and laugh about everything that's been going on this season, man. I missed y'all. I'm sorry I missed all that time away from you. I'm back. We're here. Thank you very much, Coach Chris. Now, G, you haven't been with us for a while either. It's, you've been awfully quiet. Your final thoughts. Yeah, man. And as always, it's always good to be, you know, on here, chopping it up about the Knicks with y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. And as far as final thoughts, I would say I want to see, I really want to see Grimes and Deuce continue their type of play right now. You know, I wanna, obviously, uh, I want to see the gelling between the team as it's going. They, we're looking good. Um, I really want to, uh, I really want to see um, Mitch get back and come off the bench and, and help us, you know, help Hartenstein out, out there when when it gets a little longer, you know, the season down the line and shit. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to, to the rest of the season, man. It's looking good right now. So let's go next, man. Let's go next. Let's go next. My final thoughts, folks. Thank you very much for joining us today uh, on the Nickelback Avenue Fan Forum. Um, we will be back here Wednesday night, um, back at our regular slot. I don't think we have a game next week, next Wednesday, but yeah, if we do, we we'll be right. Rockets next week. Exactly. Next so, week. so following the Knicks taking on the Houston Rockets, we will be live right here on the Bleed Blue Show, Nickelback Fan Forum, post-game edition. We will be covering that game as well as the weekend in New York Knicks sports, as long as as well as the week that is all of sports. This is what the Blue Blue Show is, um, you, you know, through and through, all sports, all day, every day. Whether you whether you're a baseball fan, a football fan, a hockey fan, or you love your hoops and you, and you rock in New York Knicks. Now, this is the one thing I will say though. I'm getting pretty sick and tired of a lot of people saying that they're, they're passionate and loving Knicks fans. Last I checked, we have more than 300,000. This is in the millions. Y'all all have a duty and responsibility to get on the NBA, NBA app, get onto the NBA All-Star voting, and vote Jalen Brunson into the damn All-Star game. I know a lot of people like to, like to do all this, you know, both the popular picks. I want a LeBron. I want, I want Curry. I want this guy. You need to get Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle on the, this Eastern Conference All-Star team. There should be no more excuses. We have the number one fan base in all sports. We need to show that. Can't let this, this you know, the worldwide popularity contest where, where they keep on bringing it up, Damian Lillard, and they keep on bringing Joel Embiid, and keep on putting in, you know, Jimmy Butler and this guy and that guy. 
if you're a Knicks fan and you're not voting Jalen Brunson into the, into the All-Star game, to me, you're not a Knicks fan. I'm sorry. I'm going to call you straight out like that. And if you're not voting for Julius Randle to be, to be in the All-Star game, then you're not a fucking Knicks fan. I'm going to call you all straight out like that. This is why we're different from every other show. We're passionate. We're, we have that love. We have that fire. And I'm going to keep on demonstrating to that because I'm going to rock my orange and blue every single day, no matter what day of the week it is, until baseball season, then I'm going to switch it up with you with the pinstripes. All right? But until then, if you're a Knicks fan, you, it is your duty and responsibility, as all Knicks fans are, go on the NBA app, go to the All-Star voting, and vote your Knicks into the NBA All-Star game. And there should be no excuse. These two guys, without a doubt, deserve to be NBA All-Stars, and it's up to every each and every one of you to do so. So until then, if you disagree with me, you know where to find me. Hell, I'm going to go live after this anyway, and I'm going to do this again. I'm going to reiterate this, you know, the, as much as I possibly can. But until then, until next week, post-game against the Rockets, this is Nick Abakav on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you very much. Appreciate the download. Share the, share the show with your friends. Blue all day, every day, 24-7, 365. Azul y la naranja. Orange and blue. Good night, everybody. Av out. A finger to the rest, you ain't go for the next. It's sick. A finger to the rest, you ain't go for the next. It's like sick. A finger to the rest, you ain't go for the next. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.